On today's episode, I speak with Reiki healer Chris Michaels, who is also a really good podcaster, and he has a podcast out that's called The Last Call Caravan with Chris Michaels. And uh, originally, I wanted to just have him come on to talk about uh, his podcast, and it turns out he also does Reiki, and I figured that would be more valuable to the audience uh, for Steel Mace Nation than ever, because I know a lot of you folks enjoy and practice uh, holistic healing. And we've talked about that type of thing before on the podcast. So adding more to what we have here at the Steel Mace Nation podcast and enriching the library of different conversations that uh, we have with people, uh, it was a no-brainer. But um, his podcast is really good, too. Uh, best way I could describe it is he's a common sense guy. He uses logic, and then he discusses the current events of the day. He's stepping up to the mic, and he's dropping truth bombs. Uh, if you, as you can imagine, what are the big topics of the day? Ukraine, Nazis, shots in your arm, viruses, new viruses, politicians blundering their way through things and mucking things up and causing all kinds of problems and the money being spent. And yes, all that stuff could be annoying to listen to. Uh, we hear it all around us. And that's why his podcast is so good because actually this is stuff that we should be addressing in our day to day because it's affecting our lives deeply. And his stuff, Chris Michael's stuff is actually very palatable. He breaks it down and he looks at things from the most basic, uh, basic logical point of view that you can have. And it's refreshing, actually. And you walk away actually feeling better because all those gut instincts that you have about things not being right in the world today are for real. You should trust them. And when he talks about everything, you kind of get to know that there's other people out there that are like-minded. And that's what's important, you know, uh, to, to develop our community, to know that we got each other's backs. Um, that's a real thing. And um, we don't want to divide our country anymore. We want to bring it together. And I think that he's the guy that will definitely be able to do that. He's, you know, in the trenches with all the other top dogs so go check out his podcast the last call caravan with chris michaels and actually before we get to the interview i just want to remind you that there is steelmacenation.com and if you go there there's a couple of things that you can do for instance you can download the 99 dollars steel mace workshop this is a comprehensive uh basic steel mace program you're going to learn everything you need to know about steel mace and it could be you know a great refresher for basic movements or if you just don't know where to start it's an affordable way to learn how to use a steel mace once you download the program it's yours to keep for life you could go back to it and use it over and over again as a reference if you're not into that there's always the 21-day Steel Mace Challenge, which is only $19.99. It's a three-week program. It comes with a diet plan, and it also comes with a chapter on mindset, which uh, was a really big chapter for me to work on and put in there because 
It's stuff that I learned through my life, especially from being a firefighter for nearly 20 years, um, how to get through uh, rough points, how to push yourself when there's no motivation left, things like that. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. So please go check that out. And let's just get over to listening to this podcast with Chris Michaels. Thanks, everybody. My background is really my, I guess we're recording now. Okay. So <laughs> my, uh, my name is Chris Michaels and I do a podcast last call with Chris Michaels. And I've been doing broadcasting for about six years. Uh, I do terrestrial radio, so that's old school Imus in the morning or Rush Limbaugh style uh, broadcasting. So that's that's where I really, really enjoy broadcasting because you can tweak people and then they get mad and you can play music on top of it, too. Uh, but, you know, beyond that, I've run for public office in the past. And, uh, you know, with podcasting, it's fun, but you don't get the interaction that you normally get with a uh, with a live audience. Um, but on top of that, when I'm not talking about all the icky things that people in Washington and around the world are doing, um, I'm also a certified, uh, not certified, but uh, I'm a licensed coach. Uh, I think there's only one organization that actually provides certification for being a life coach, uh, but then they license that certification out to everybody else. Uh, so uh, I'm able to do that, and I also uh, am a bit of an energy worker. So I'm uh, a master, a Reiki master. Uh, I did that, I think, about six years ago. So I think with, with Reiki, it's very interesting, especially when you start to deal with energy work. And uh, essentially what everybody else has potential to do, but nobody really understands it uh, or no one really acknowledges it. You know, like you, you, you on your Instagram, you're doing all sorts of physical fitness stuff, right? Like you, you folks are swinging around railway ties <laughs> and uh, lifting up girders and things like that. I, I, I wanted to know about that because I hurt my wrist not so long ago and I used to work out all the time. And now it took me about eight to 10 weeks to lift up a 15 pound weight without any sort of dis uh, problems. I don't well, know what I did to my wrist. <laughs> well, people hurt themselves, right? You, you anything yeah. can happen. Um, I do recommend you try out a steel mace, but you know, make sure your wrist is healthy before you do anything. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. And of course, you could check out my YouTube channel or my Instagram, and you can pick up some things. But it's really better if you have at least for your first time trying a coach there to help you out with it because it can get a little weird sometimes, but oh, once you, yeah. once you get the, the hang of it, it's, it's really good. And it's a great fitness modality. Oh yeah. I see that. And yeah. you can tell just by uh, the balance alone and the core that you need to swing around that, that mace. I mean, that's, that's no joke, especially no. when you get into the heavier weights. Yeah. But now, so with Reiki healing and uh, that's something that, you came on to talk about amongst other things that we could get into, but <laughs> how, how do you see Reiki healing uh, as far as uh, coming into um, more of a, uh, 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 how, how do I say it? Um, a general kind of view as far as uh, healing and fitness is concerned. Cause I know a lot of people turn, you know, they turn their noses down to it. It's not a real, you're not a real doctor and all that stuff. I don't yeah. believe in any of that stuff. I think, you know, there's terrible doctors out there and then there's people that just know how to heal. And um, how do you see Reiki coming into things as people start to wake up and realize that 
big medicine and big pharma is not really the way to go all the time. So, uh, so I guess the, you can start off with trying to figure out exactly what Reiki is. So what is Reiki? Reiki is basically uh, balancing out the different energies that flow through your body. And they really focus on the seven main chakra. So what's a chakra? It's a really, really big energy point uh, located throughout your body. Basically, there's a strip of energy points, seven energy points that basically go from your crotchetoral region up to your crown. And so they are associated with colors too. So oddly enough, it's the colors of the rainbow, Roy G. Biv. So red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, or, or white for the crown. Uh, if you're really getting into occult knowledge, uh, you can actually figure out that there's, uh, I think there's 33 chakra overall. Uh, and that's why, you know, that's why you have um, masonry with 33 steps and all that stuff. Uh, but they, wow. they're all around you. You've got a big aura of chakra, but the seven major ones are, are a big strip. Now, uh, side note to that, what's interesting about that, that little notion, right? Remember how I said the colors are Roy G. Biv? They go from the, your, your root chakra to your crown. So Roy, red at the bottom. The, uh, the gay pride flag yeah. has those same colors, but they're reversed. So red is up top. So hmm. Roy G. Biv goes this way instead of Roy G. Biv going this way. So it's almost as if whoever created that flag knew that something may have been a little bit uh, different about people that pursue that, that kind of lifestyle. Um, and that's not a knock against them, but that's just, that's just something telling you that, that the chakra could be a little bit off or uh, they, need to, they need to focus on energy work. Uh, so Reiki is basically balancing out those different chakras. And chakras are also associated with different aspects of your life. So, you know, a throat chakra is exactly what you think it should be. It's how you express yourself. Your heart chakra is exactly what you think it would be. What are you, what are you in tune with? Uh, what do you love doing? So if your heart chakra is balanced out, it's big. It comes out big. Uh, your root chakra is how you interact on the earth plane. So very, very basic stuff, very base grounded material that you're dealing with. So with, with Reiki, a Reiki master makes sure that all those chakras are spinning because as a Reiki master, we can kind of get the gist of which way these chakras are supposed to spin or function or anything like that and whether or not they are in balance. So if a chakra is out of balance to me, uh, and then it's different for everybody, but for me, it, it almost feels like a dip, right? So if I have my hands over somebody and I'm moving through the different chakras, I can kind of feel an energy, and then if it's out of, out of balance, it's kind of a dip in that, in that awareness, and then it dips back up to another chakra that's a little bit better. So what does that mean? It basically means that Reiki is a good way to figure out whether or not somebody is in complete balance with their life. Uh, and as a practitioner, when I go through um, some, some of the, I don't want to call them patients, but some of the clients, I guess is a better word, um, you can really start to feel different things, um, especially with women. Um, so there, there's been more than one occasion where I, I've found out that women uh, have had abortions or things like that. So an abortion really affects a lot of different chakras. It's very, very damaging to the chakras. And so there's a lot of 
heart imbalances, uh, a lot of third eye closures, because that's another chakra is the third eye, so that they're not aware of what's around them. Uh, but the, the main gist of what you asked about, of how Reiki can start to interact on the global community is, is this, and I always tell people this, whenever you think you're using your imagination, you're not, you're using your awareness and you're using your intuition. So the powers that be, whatever that is, you know, it could be, you know, your spiritual background, that Roman Catholicism or Judaism or whatever it is, they always, they don't, they don't want you to know that everybody has the same abilities they want to downplay those abilities. So when you walk into a room, you get those Oompa Loompa vibes, right? Are they talking about me? Did I, did I bring in somebody into the room uh, that's 20 years younger than me and, and they're talking about me behind my back? Are they jealous or anything like that? You're picking up on what they're thinking and what they're feeling. And so everybody says, no, that's just your imagination. But no, it's not. You're actually picking up on that stuff. Like a, um, a gut feeling. A gut feeling, that's right. right. So in the fire department or first responders, you know, uh, obviously the more time you have on the job the, and the more experience you gain, you're going to have more intuition. But right. um, there's always, like when, whenever we cover uh, something bad that happened at a fire, um, you know, maybe in another department somebody got killed or something, uh, there sometimes is people who come forward and say, I had this bad feeling mm -hmm. and it's that gut feeling. And uh, most people nowadays don't listen to their gut feeling, do they? I mean, I've done it a hundred times. I've had the gut feeling and I go, eh, I'm just being a worry war. And then boom, I'm like, Oh, I should have listened. Right. To my gut. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. Right. Exactly. A hundred percent. All right. And I also tell people this, right. And this, this is a very easy exercise for a lot of people is you don't want to listen to your gut. You want to listen to your heart, okay? So think about what's in your gut. Think about what you eat across the, across the course of a day, or think about what the average American eats over the course of a day. You've got milk, you got cereal, you got coffee, you got orange juice, and then you've got Big Macs, and then by the time you hit dinner, you've got potato chips, steaks, more Big Macs, and pizza. Do you really want to trust an organ that has all of that and has to process all of that, all the acid and the bile and the guttural err that you've got to do. No, you don't want to trust anything like that. You want to trust what comes out of your heart. So an easy way to start focusing in on what it is to be uh, in tune with when it comes to your heart chakra is to start asking very, very simple questions so that you become aware of the feelings that your physical body resonates with so you can go out there and say is the sky blue right when you hear the word yes you'll feel something in the heart chakra area and when you hear the word no you'll feel something in the in the gut area or you just won't feel anything in the heart chakra area which is the you know the upper chest so once you start asking yourself very very easy questions that you know the answer to and you start feeling it in your body yes this is the right answer because i know it right? The, the grass is in fact green. So I'm going to feel it here. Yes, the grass is green. Then you can start asking yourself even more questions to very, very complex situations. You know, do I break up with somebody? Do I stay with them? Uh, you know, do I cheat? Do I go to another job? Whatever it is. 
And then you can start resonating with your heart. Does this really focus on my betterness, betterment? Does it really make me a better person? And once you start feeling that area again, then you have the answer to your question. And it's, it, it takes some practice, but once you start moving with that and acting more impulsively and not thinking about things, then all of a sudden your life really starts to take a different form and you really start to flow a lot quicker and you get amazing opportunities as far as manifestation is concerned. This is really interesting stuff. I, I want to tell the audience that um, this is a, really a unique experience for me because I found you on your podcast. Which, <laughs> a lot different. <laughs> a lot different. It's nothing about stuff like this. No. And um, I think you have a terrific podcast and I want more people to go listen to it. Um, just to let everybody know, it deals with current events of the day, but it's not really a political podcast, is it? You're not taking sides necessarily. You're just pointing no. out. No, you're pointing out just, uh, well, you point out a lot of stupidity. Um, <laughs> I yes. mean, look, you approach things from a very logical point of view and, and it's sobering and it's short podcasts. You know, you're not doing these like intensely long ones. No, um, I, I think it's no easily digestible by anybody. I recommend it. It's called The Last Call with Chris Michaels. Go to your, your podcast app, type in Last Call, and listen to it and check it out. They're, they're fun. Uh, you, you say humorous things. Um, but now that I'm seeing this side of you, what you're talking about, this is really helping me even appreciate your podcast even more because now I see kind of where you're coming from. You have open-mindedness. Um, I have so many questions I can ask you about Reiki healing and, and all this stuff. And, and we'll get into that. But um, before we get back to that, let, let's just continue uh, discussing your, your podcast. Why are you doing that podcast? Uh, because to be honest with you, my background, my main influences are you know really old school imus in the morning uh wolfman jack if you ever know who wolfman jack is yeah uh, if you listen to wolfman jack you can go onto youtube and find some old clips of him and if you listen to him and then you put it into the context of the time period that he's doing this in you're going first off there's probably a mountain of blow on the counter right beside him uh that's one and a mirror probably eight foot long the second thing is this guy shouting over songs, doing all these old rock and roll songs like the coasters and things like that. I mean, it's just amazing broadcasting to see this guy in the late 50s and 60s in L.A. doing this kind of stuff. So, I mean, Wolfman Jack, Imus in the Morning is, is another influence. I've been called the Rush Limbaugh of truth. Uh, and I, you know, when I get on a rant, I can definitely hear the Rush Limbaugh influence. Uh, there. So I mean, why do I do it? It's because what else am I going to do? Uh, I, I like talking about or uh, I like ranting about politics, uh, especially when it comes to things that everyone knows, you know, trust the science. Really? You know, no, we're trusting we're trusting the bought and paid for science. We're, we're trusting the science that they want us to know about, you know, um, what really started me off was, um, I guess, September 11th of 2001. Uh, that was my first year of college. And that afternoon, I said, this dog don't hunt. There's no way that I'm going to believe this narrative. And I got in a real trouble. The girl I was dating at the time, 
she couldn't stand the fact that I said, I'm not buying this. <laughs> so, so, you know, ever since then, you know, I, I just didn't, I just didn't go along with it and, uh, and only got worse as the years went on. And, and once I got a radio show, then forget about it. I mean, I, I've gotten physical threats. I've gotten everything. So why do I do a podcast? Because I don't feel like getting the physical threats. And I can talk about whatever I want. And, uh, you know, this is what it is. Do you see yourself? Um, I see myself maybe... getting a haircut because this hair is not, it's just not staying. All right. Just what? keep keep your head all the way back. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to see up my nostrils. But do you see yourself as, a, a you know, a modern day warrior uh, helping with the cause of truth? I guess so. Uh, so everybody should be should be aware of the fact that they're going to have to play new roles. Whether that's in your community or your family uh, or in politics or law, whatever it is, everyone has to start choosing sides. We can't be on the fence anymore. We can't be moderates anymore. And, and this really has nothing to do with being a Democrat or a Republican, uh, being an American or a Canadian or a Mexican. It doesn't matter anymore. It, it, it's really us versus them. And it's not even like we want to set up the gallows or firing squads anymore. It's about really trying to make sure that these people are held accountable for their actions. And their actions are deplorable. I, I mean, just look at what the World Economic Forum is doing. Look at what Dr. Fauci has done. Look at what Dr. Burks has done. You know, all of these people, Biden, you know, nobody believes Biden is, is in charge. Right. Nobody believes that. So what's really going on and, and where can we really make a difference? We can make a difference in our own communities and our own immediate social uh, social circles. So whether that's your family, your friends, your uh, firehouse, uh, you know, interest groups, Kiwanis, whatever it is. Right. So how does that work? How do you really start to influence people? And this is where we get kind of get back into Reiki and energy work. So if you take two pitchforks that are moderate, that are, uh, you know, at the same frequency and then they play the same notes, okay? So what do you do? You can hit this tuning fork, right? And not touch this one. So you keep hitting this, you keep setting the vibration, keeps vibrating, 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 comes out with a certain tone. And then all of a sudden, if you stop hitting this one, this one is still vibrating and you still hear the same tone. So let's go a little bit further with that, right? What did we just do? We created a resonance energy, a resonance frequency. So at that two things that are in tune, even though one is activated, the other one still is receiving that same tone and is also activated in turn just by being in the same area as this one. Mm -hmm. So that works the same way with humans. Humans are giant antennas. It's DNA, right? It's frequency. It's those chakras, right? You walk into a room, you feel the energy because everybody, if, they, if all the chakras are in balance, they basically have an eight-foot field. So you walk into a room, you can feel them eight feet away. Um, so what does that do? It allows you to walk into a room with a certain mindset and it allows you to start influencing other people. And they, are main, they may not even be aware of it. 
it may take a couple of days for them to be aware of it. Because what happens is you influence other people's DNA and by in turn, they can influence yours if you're not strong enough to repel it and push back on it. But what happens is you switch their DNA, you switch how they start thinking on a subconscious level. And then all of a sudden they start thinking just like you. And then a few days later, they'll be like, you know, I, I thought about what you had said the other night and it made a lot of sense. So what, what did you mean by that? And, and I have this thought and I've always thought this way, but no one's ever said it before. And I, I got to start thinking, I, I know this friend that knows this person and they, they all want to do the same things. So all of a sudden you're starting to create an energetic circle of individuals with a like-minded mindset. So that's very, very important. And we could do that anywhere. Right. Right. So another way to, another way to, to look at this is, did you ever see the miracle of water? No. By that Japanese scientist. Okay. It's a really, really old study. So he took a, a bunch of water and then he said things to it or he played music to it and then he flash froze it. Okay. So what did he do? Once he flash froze it, he was then able to look at the ice crystals and depending upon what he said or what type of music he played, those crystals would have different formations. So if you express gratitude to the water, or if you play classical music to the water, uh, you said, I love you to the water, it would form these perfectly symmetrical snowflake-like crystals, right? What you see in cartoons and things like that. But if you had played one of Hitler's speeches or I hate you, or uh, actually Metallica is one of the other things. These crystals are asymmetrical and it looks like somebody took a hammer to it and they smashed it. So what does that say, right? We're humans are mostly water, okay? Right. So even though those crystals are in a solid form, that is still being impacted in a fluid form, right? It's just that you're being able to look at it as a crystal instead of being able to look at it as a liquid. And what do we do? We set our intentions to impact the crystals of the water, right? So if we said something with our mouths or played music, that's just, a, that's just an audible form of intention. You don't have to say it. You can just think it. Ah, okay. Right? So what does that mean? Overall, it means if you're having a rotten day and you walk into a crowd, you're impacting all of those other people so that they may start to have a rotten day too because your water, your frequency is emitting a certain thing and they're also water. And that water is taking form based upon your energetic electromagnetic output. So it's a very, very important study. And also, I'll leave it with this, hair, right? Hair. Hair is an extension of the nervous system. So that's why you see special ops people with these big bushy beards and really short hair because they want to be able to detect electromagnetic frequency in their immediate vicinity. And the study that, that everyone references is they took a bunch of American Indian scouts and they put them in the woods or wherever and the American army tried to sneak up on them in an exercise. And they never would be able to sneak up on them. They always used to wake up and say, gotcha. But what happened was they were trying to figure this out. And all of the American Indian scouts had long hair. But once they shaved it, 
then guess what? They, they were able to be snuck up upon. So what does that say? It says that everybody's emitting some sort of frequency and hair is a receptor of that frequency. Wow. So here's the other part. Now you know what women's intuition is all about because women always have long hair. <laughs> That's why they always know what you're thinking and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> So I need to marry a woman with short hair then. Oh, yeah, if you want. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of women that can really do a pixie cut very well. <laughs> that, that is amazing. And you got, me a little, you got me a little hung up on the Metallica thing because, <laughs> no, because I love they have their own whiskey. It's called Blackened. And they actually, this is, I don't know if this is marketing or they really do this, but they say that they play their music through the barrels while they're while they're casting oh, man. <laughs> and then they capture that those frequencies and then you're basically drinking and i i mean i just said yeah whatever that's just a fun way to sell something it tastes delicious but now it could after, be true yeah maybe they got the idea from the guy who played the i forgot the doctor's name yeah that is funny amazing stuff so yeah and, and another thing you you made me realize too is like when we um we hear something uh, and we get goosebumps and our hair oh, yeah. stands up, right? And our hair stands up and you're like, wow, look at my arms. And you get goosebumps and something really, um, you know, you, maybe you hear music or you hear a, a sad story or an emotional story and your emotions are being reflected in this popping up. And so there's all these little antenna popping up, right? Absolutely. You got it. A hundred percent. So is there actual scientific proof of that, or is this more uh, theoretical? Uh, there was, a, there was a, um, a military report about that. So you, you can look it up online. Um, I forgot the, the exact title of it, um, but you, you can definitely look it up online. Uh, there's okay. that. And then the, um, like I said, I think it's called the Miracle of Water. And I forgot the Japanese scientist's name that did it. Um, but he he put out a couple of books that showed the pictures of the of the ice crystals, and and there's there's no doubt in your mind that really intention plays a huge role in just how we interact with people. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. When, when you when you're in a room with somebody who's uh, having a really bad day, that negative energy definitely can affect. The, the whole room of people you can have a bunch of happy people you can see the demeanor totally. go. yeah yeah so and so the, the other thing too is it could be very subtle you know yeah. even if that person doesn't even um say that they're having a bad day but they're feeling it they're emitting it they're emitting that energy so what happens is is that you, you think you had a great lunch right oh wow you know i had this great lunch but you don't subconsciously you're picking up on that they're having a pretty rotten day. So then what happens is you go back, you're, you're done with lunch, and then all of a sudden things go wrong. And, and now you're frustrated about something, right? And that's because you absorbed that energy from that person and you weren't even aware of it. Yeah. Now, with Reiki, um, you're trained in it. And you, everything that you were talking about, how the chakra are spinning, and all that how do how do we actually know that it's it, at, at that point it's it's intuition okay so if you if you go through the training and, and there, there are people a lot more advanced than i am um i just have a you know 
I guess the lowest class master Reiki master certification. Um, but, uh, you know, once you, once you get into it, once you go into med, like a meditative state, um, then, then you can start visualizing what these chakra are actually doing. So everything should have a spin to it, right? So if you're out of balance and the spin is, is stagnant, or sometimes it's counterclockwise. Um, so it, it really depends upon the practitioner that, uh, and what they know about it and how they feel things. Everything is intuition. Everything yeah. is, is impulsive. Yeah, that's, that's okay, too. You know, I, I only ask, is there proof? Because a lot of, of people, they, well, people want those kind of answers. They, they don't believe anything unless it says it right here in exhaustive yeah. studies. And this is kind of going back to talk uh, like your podcast and you're talking about the current events and uh, what the truth is. A lot of it is just our intuition. When we know something isn't right or when something is right, we don't need proof. We can trust right. what we feel inside of us, right? Right, 100%. So, so you can you can go back. Uh, the original, uh, I think, the original form of Reiki is from Japan, and so back during the uh, the what is it called the Sino-Russo War. So Japan and Russia had a big a big fight in the early 1900s, and Russia lost big time or bigly, and uh, basically that was a huge uproar because how could a a white Euro uh, European style nation lose? To an Asian country, I mean, this is impossible. How could this ever happen? So one of uh, the things that the Russian, uh, not the Russian, the Japanese Navy did, and that Japanese military did, was this is according to you know to to Reiki, um, is that they didn't have enough medics to go around. They didn't have enough material to supply the medics. So what they did was they created Reiki masters in an effort to heal wounded soldiers during that war, and then it kind of spread out from there so there is i guess if you wanted to really do some digging going back to the early 1900s late 1800s uh into if you can read japanese look up japanese documents and on how they got this really solidified and, and how they made it into a, a firm practice but it was something prior to that though it's thousands oh, of years yeah. old yeah it yeah. goes well yeah. like maybe ten thousand years old right it goes all the way back to most ancient yeah, I mean, if you if you really want to go digging, you can find the same stuff in Atlantis uh, way before the last flood. Um, you, you can look into that kind of thing. Um, so, so all of these all of these mystery schools, all of these mystery techniques and things like that, um, they they really go back way before Noah's Ark and, and all of that. Um, the other interesting thing is, is that even though you're, you, you may be into Reiki, a lot of people on the Christian side of things, they immediately say, oh, well, you, you're a de demon worshiper and you're an occultist. No, no that's, that's, not, <laughs> that's not how this works. Uh, you know, there, there is a, a very, very firm, strong line uh, between those kinds of people, these Luciferian, you know, uh, devil-may-care attitude type of people. Uh, versus somebody that's that's in tune with a higher purpose. So you could be a Christian and you could practice Reiki because Christianity is a religion, a spirituality, a connection with God, and Reiki is understanding how energy is traveling through the body. 
Right. Uh, but that, that really depends upon your denomination of Christianity. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of sects of Christianity and, and they'll allow certain things uh, right, and others true. won't. Uh, but I, I'm going to say this. I, I do have to get going, uh, okay. but I'll leave you with this story. Um, I had a good friend. He was a very, very successful business owner. He was a born again Christian. And um, I interviewed with his company. And he was a family friend I interviewed with his company years and years ago. And um, we were talking about all of this stuff. We were actually talking about uh, possessions and witchcraft and all that. Um, and we were coming at it from different angles. So where I say I'm in tune with things and that there's a higher energy that I am able to interact with. He was saying, I'm nothing but a vessel for Jesus Christ. Mm. right so the the process is probably not that different but it's the visualization that makes it important so he's saying it's not me I, i'm just a vessel mm -hmm. and i'm saying i'm also a vessel but i'm I, i'm the one doing it he's saying jesus is doing it i'm saying i'm the one doing it okay and what's interesting about him is that it's semi-documented that he's healed people with cancer um and that also has to do with the resonance that he's able to emit and the visualization and that imagination that i talked about whenever you're using your you think you're using your imagination you're not you're using your actual abilities um he's healed cancer he's had to deal with um he, he's actually had to deal with witches um he's found burnt down candles on his property um, and so he, he does uh, quite a few amazing things. Um, but the point is, is that everybody can do this. Whatever you want to call it, you know, it's, it's your own business. You could say you're a vessel of Jesus Christ. You could say I'm aware, but whatever you want to call it, as long as it helps people and as long as it shifts the energy of the, in, a, in a positive way with all the people and events around you, then that's what we have to do. And that's part of the reason why I, I do the podcast too, is because if somebody listens to that, resonates, sometimes it clicks, even if I tweak some nipples on the lib side, which is what basically happens most of the time, even though I'm not a liberal or a Democrat uh, or a Republican for that matter. Yeah. Um, you know, just as long as we tweak nipples and uh, sometimes tickle some balls, we'll be good. <laughs> it's all good fun yeah i get that you know sensation from you that you're not really picking sides on anything um and yet i guess you're as you say tweaking some nipples on some <laughs> right now. but that could easily be reversed uh a, a year from now we could be tweaking sure. nipples on conservatives or something so yeah oh definitely there's definitely. always a nipple to be tweaked we absolutely know that. that's absolutely some of I us mean, just, look forward just to look that. at mitch mcconnell look yes. at the turtle there, there that's quite a nipple right there oh man he's probably got those big old blubbery titties <laughs> same thing that bill gates wanders around with if you really want to do some digging look into mitch mcconnell's in-laws and his wife then you'll go oh gosh <laughs> Trump was right 100% of the time. <laughs> Is that something that maybe you're going to be covering on your podcast soon? 
Um, it would take a lot of time for me okay. to do some, some of that digging. But right. Well, you do excellent work with your podcast anyway, regardless of what you do. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to keep listening. I encourage everybody else to listen. It's called The Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. He's also on Twitter. You can follow him over there. And are, are you on Truth Social? I am. Yep, okay. it's all the same handle, Last Call Caravan, because like I say, if you're listening to me, then you're on a caravan, <laughs> right. and that's it. And uh, do you want people to contact you for any reason or no? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to tweak my nipples, by all means, you can find me on Truth Social or Instagram or Twitter, and you can start commenting me. I mean, if you want to make fun of me, I find that stuff to be great, because satire is gone and sarcasm is gone i mean i i find it hysterical and that's what that's what my imus background comes into play yeah if you make fun of me i'll laugh at it more <laughs> more often than not all right good to know <laughs> you guys heard it right here make fun of chris please yes make fun of me and tweak my nipples <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody thanks for tuning into the podcast once again i hope you enjoyed this one Chris, it was really great finally meeting you and uh, getting to know this side of you. And like I said, keep crushing it with your podcast. I think it's going to um, get bigger and better as time goes on and look forward to watching it grow. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks so right. much. Take care. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.